Good morning. You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Musings. Today, I'm joined by Bill Mayer, the Director of Youth Ministry and Religious Education for Salina Diocese. And I really wanted to start today by focusing a bit on social media and the effects that society is facing because of the last few decades and how it's gone from non-existence to everywhere. And so now the church recently put out a document, which is, I forget the specific title of it, but it's like a, it's like a guidance kind of thing where it's also asking questions about what social media actually is, what it means, and where we are supposed to go from here. And I think it's got a lot of really important questions that it raises, including about like, how are we supposed to create a community online when online communities are generally inauthentic? for example. So just to kind of start as a jumping off point, what do you think of social media and what is some of your experience with it? It's a great question and it's conflicting for me. I bounce sometimes between the day between, man, we got to just disconnect ourselves, not be attached at all. And then I go, no, this is great evangelization opportunity. We need to be connected. Even as a guy who works with young people all the time, I think, man, I need to get out of this for the good of my own soul. But then I also think, I need to know what's going on so that I can actually connect and work with young people. And so then I find myself going back and forth. And so I think for me, I don't know if there's ever been a more polarizing technology that can do so much good and yet do so much harm. And I think some examples people might try to compare it similar to would be TV and would be radio, where things could be broadcasted out. But the difference being those weren't actual connections that were back and forth. Those were a broadcasting of one and you could take what you wanted and leave it. Um, But the connections that are made make it so much different. And so depending on the day that you ask me depends on what I think of social media (laughs) and how much we should be using it. And, uh, And I think this was a great letter that was sent out by the Vatican and, and gives us a lot of stuff to think about. Yeah, because like you do have to have connections to it somewhat because like both working with youth and also working with the diocese, like the diocese, especially since Bishop Vinky has really helped us put it out, has used social media to great advantage, I think, by really helping put out our events and activities and making sure people are connected and know what's going on. And but with youth, to kind of go back to that one, everyone my age and younger doesn't remember a time without social media. That, that's a great point and a good thing for us to remember is older people too because it's been your experience your whole life and so you know I, I can tell you just like from the coaching standpoint when I was playing older coaches would tell us stories about players that we had no idea who they were and uh, and and for us it, working with young people if we stand up and we say now don't go putting this out on your Facebook and like all the kids look at you like what on earth is Facebook and so there, there is an element where you have to know what they're engaging with otherwise you lose credibility really quickly and and obviously each generation has a different uh, social media that they're comfortable with and they use. So I think there's an important level there, but it's also one of those where as older people, if you look at young people and you, and I don't want to say the word condescendedly say this, but it's going to come off that way to young people and you try to say social media is bad, you should walk away from it. You don't understand what you're asking them because that has been their whole life is is social media. And so that's a, a really big ask for young people. Yeah. And one thing that is not actually directly brought up in the document that the Vatican puts out, but something that I think is tangentially 
closely related and something that we need to talk about is with a lot of people who are younger dealing with things like depression and the like in relation to social media where some studies have been done, which more needs to be done to actually solidify it. But part of the problem seems to be that on social media, everybody puts out like a best version of themselves. And when you're sitting there at home or on your phone or whatever, you see your friends and your neighbors or your family and they're doing these all of these things and it looks so great and so fun and so awesome but you're really just getting the highlights and the bullet points when in fact that like everybody's lives are much more mixed than that but when only you see the bullet points from the other people you quickly start to compare yourself to those bullet points and that just leads people to feeling lost and empty by comparison I, I agree 100 percent and i'm grateful that I'm not a young person trying to shuffle through that. Just think about the filters that, you know, when you're on Instagram, you're not looking at a single picture of a person that isn't filtered. And so if you're a young girl and you're looking in the mirror and you're trying to compare yourself to the Instagram model, obviously we know that's not a reality. And that's that's a hard world for young people to shuffle through. So when you talk about depression, but it, it's not just young people. You know, I know a lot of people my age that maybe see the, the highlights. Oh, they're on vacation. Oh, they got this new boat. Oh, look at this new vehicle they got. Oh, look at us driving this old beat up whatever. And it's it's very easy for you to feel like, well, I'm not as successful as those people. I don't have the same. And we have no idea what's going on the whole rest of their time. I find it sad when I look on social media in a lot of places. And, and I think, again, sometimes I get a little controversial. So so bear with me. But, but I think, you know, you see a lady out there obviously trying to sell, I'm valuable, I'm important, you should value me, whether it's with her body or with something that's going on. And I find it sad that her value is built up in likes and engagement from people outside of their instead of being internal as being a, a creation of God. And I just find it sad. So a whole lot of people, you know, when we're two, we're supposed to do ta-da's and look at me, uh, those sort of things. But eventually we're supposed to grow out of that. And I see a whole lot of adults putting up their vacation like, ta-da, look at me, give me some attention. I need something. And, uh, and so I find it a really sad world when I go looking through social media. So then another thing that could be interesting is, is you have experience now as a parent too with some of this generation and growing too. So how do you approach that as a parent and a father to actually like try to navigate these waters because it's incredibly difficult because like there's this there's this seeming difficult thing where it's like on the one hand your kids are like they want to engage with this they want to be like everyone else but how do you how do you allow them to feel loved and cared for and yet also not like make them feel like they're left out of everything? That's a, that's a good question. I'm working with, I have a, a 13-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 10-year-old. And our 13-year-old just started junior high sports and junior high stuff. And so we've avoided the phone thing until now. And we we bought him a little flip phone and it drives him absolutely crazy. He hides it. He doesn't want anybody to see it. And, and that gave me an understanding of how significant the peer pressure is to the point where he'll actually, because it's an old school, this is way before your time, but you had to actually hit repeated buttons to mm-hmm. put those down. So he'll actually preset a text to us that says, hey, we're leaving this place. We'll be home in an hour. So when he's leaving a game or something so that he has it out, he hits send, he shuts it and no one can see it. And so for one, it just when I when he told me about that, it was just a level of peer pressure that I didn't understand and didn't think was out there. It's it's kind of a sorrowful thing because, you know, as parents, we're supposed to let them get out into the world and it's important to experience things. I guess I find myself trying to hang on as long as I possibly can before they get exposed to that and also build up a base where they understand where their identity comes from uh, before they 
head out on their own and start that that big adventure. But but I know the time's coming, and I know that we have to help them successfully navigate social media. I also know though that you know you look at so many things, you know, pornography. We talked uh, just a little bit off air about the slavery. I'm, I'm sure the name is is hitting me or missing me right now. But uh, when when they're taking children and and you know they're gone all over the world, being used as, as slaves and stuff, all that stuff is going on there. And don't think that there aren't people trying to de-evangelize people away from the faith. And and don't think that people aren't trying to be predatorial of young people. And so it's a very scary world for a parent to, to be navigating right now. Well, yeah, because one of the things that the document from the Vatican highlighted is just the inauthenticity of so many things on the internet, people trying to deceive, people trying to lead away. And that's actually terrifying and something we have to deal with, but we're not going to get rid of the internet. No. It's interesting. There's a saint, and I can't remember who it is right now, that talks about someday each home would have a black box that Satan could directly communicate to the family. And some along the way have thought that maybe Maybe that was the TV, but I'm beginning to think it's the little black box of, of the cell phone or something. And I think that's a very scary uh, situation with the availability of whatever. And then obviously the algorithm controls what comes up on, on your screen. And, and it's not just young people struggling with that. I've, I've talked to a lot of men who struggle with lust or those sort of things or pornography that they can't be on social media anymore because they'll be scrolling through good quality material and boom, an image pops up and then they're back in trouble right away. And so, you know, it's amazing how Satan can work through that stuff. And it's, it's a very scary opening that we have that allows him to communicate to us. We will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show.